tech guy and I got to turn the mic on, right? So my name is Josh Walrath. I know a lot of you guys know me. Uh, just kind of a little bit about myself. You know, I work for Comcast. I work on our commercial side, um, dealing with a lot of high-end networks. Um, I'm currently getting ready to start studying uh, a little bit more deep into networking um, through college and getting uh, dealing with network infrastructure, but also focusing in security too. Um, you know, Jen and I are both parents of preteens and teenagers, um, and we struggle with this every single day. Is that technology piece? You know, um, one of the things that I found is you know kind of that correlation that I see between us and the kids that are out here doing this now is we were the first generation that really truly had this access to this tech, that had the access to cell phones, to Nintendos and computers and stuff like that. I remember, I remember my parents getting their first computer and getting a video game on it and being like, yes, cool, I get to play a video game all day long on this thing, this is awesome. And for us, it was new technology. For our kids, it's their livelihood. It is part of their life. Just like when we were kids, going out with our friends and riding our bikes and playing sports and getting dirty and you know having stick fights with our neighborhood friends, that was our life. But now their life is in that technology. So what I want to do today is my biggest focus is on the tech side of stuff. I want to talk about after we've gone through these processes of setting the boundaries and setting our expectations with our youth and our teens and our, our younger ones too, because I know that a lot of people have younger kids with phones and tablets and stuff like that is when they go too far, how do we rein them back in? How do we use our knowledge of technology and our, the technology that we have in front of us to help them set those boundaries kind of, just like we have to in our normal parenting every day. So what I want to talk about is the main thing is going to be phones. We all know they can spend a lot of time on phones. So there's a lot of different options out there. There's a lot of different apps. Everybody knows there's two platforms, right? You've got Android users and you've got iPhone users. So I'm going to talk about a little bit of both. Um, I personally have a lot of experience on the Android side with, uh, with parental controls. There's a couple apps out there that do decent with both, where you can have one controller that works both apps. Um, and then you have a couple that are good for just iPhones. Um, I know Jason mentioned the RPAC one. That is really good if all of your phones in your house use iPhones. Um, it works really, really well. Um, you have full app control all that kind of stuff. And I'm gonna to touch on a little of the, what I feel is kind of some of the most important features that you should look for in some of these app controls. Um, so let's see here, I'm going to my first slide. All right, so kind of what's available to you guys out there. Um, and I got a list here of a couple, hold on a second. Tech guy takes a little longer to pull his stuff up. He's getting older, you know. So there's a couple apps out there. Um, if you guys want to jot these down, you can, um, especially if you're looking for a good one. Um, some of the biggest ones out there, there's one called Family Time. Um, there's the RPAC app. That one's O-U-R-P-A-K, I believe. C-T, okay. Um, and then we have the MM Guardian app. Then we have Screen Time. So the first three, most of the features with those, you would need to pay a monthly fee for. Um, in order to get some of the more advanced features like actually setting time limits, setting screen times, um, having individual app control, um, stuff like that. If you want to use the free versions of those, a lot of times what it allows you to do is set just times like you can lock, you can have the phone completely lock at this time so they can't access it all. Um, but it doesn't give you the individual piece controls on there. 
the app screen time, that one is more about just limiting the actual screen time, but it is free. So you can set uh, parameters on how long they can have per day, how long they can have per week, um, how much time they can have at certain times. So you can say, you know, they have their free time on their device is from, you know, seven o'clock in the evening until eight o'clock in the evening. But they're only allowed in the week a certain amount of time on that device. So it, once they use it all, they don't, it won't unlock for them during that. Now, these other apps that are, that are pay apps, they do offer those kind of things in there as well, but you have to pay for them to get them. Me personally, as a parent of three, um, I have found huge value in paying for these apps. Um, they're usually not too expensive. I believe we pay, what do we pay, Jen? Okay. So, you know, seven, eight bucks a month. You know, I know a lot of parents out there are gonna look at that and say seven, eight dollars a month to help this problem, probably worth it. Um, I know it is for us. So, um, let's see, what do I got now? Okay, um, these are kind of some of the features that you should be looking for on these. Um, again, one of the first ones is screen time um, control and settings. That's kind of the biggest one out there. That's the most basic of it. You know, I would say personally, in my experience, if you're not having too many issues with your child with the device itself, but you feel like they're maybe using it a little too much, that's really the only thing you need to focus on um, because that's what you're gonna need to be able to bring them down a little bit. Um, individual app control, that's gonna be, I, I mean, we use that personally a lot because you know, I want, especially for school, there's a lot of classes. I know my kids have a lot of classes where their teachers are asking them to have their cell phones. Their teachers are asking them to be able to be on Google to look things up or to see maps or to do math problems and stuff like that. Some of the classes even have online learning experiences that they do through their phones. So to be able to lock the games and their Facebook and Snapchat and stuff like that during those daytime periods so that they can still have access to the things that the schools want them to, that's a really nice one if they're abusing it. Um, usually with individual app control is also gonna come um, being able to see what they're using and how long they're using it. Um, so for example, I use the MM Guardian app. I can log in, I can look and see exactly how much time my son has spent on every single app in his phone. Um, I can see what he's done, his text messages, everything. And so that allows me to see, you know, where is his priorities, right? Is his priorities, here's how much time he was on his phone and here's how much time he was on this. Obviously that's one that's gotta be taken care of. Allows you to just kind of have that overhead control of that. Uh, the location services, GPS. Uh, you know, nowadays we can just, we never can be too careful with our kids and where they are. Um, I know when I was growing up, it didn't matter where I was. I mean, to a point. You know, we, <laughs> we grew up in a small town and I mean, my brother and I would leave the house and we wouldn't come back until dinner time and it wasn't an issue. Nowadays, I would never let my kids do that, especially if they were leaving town and not, even if I was gonna let them, I would wanna know where they are and at least have a device on them that I can see their location GPS so that if something were to happen, I have that right there and I can see them. Um, it's a really nice feature. Also, if unfortunately your son or daughter is, you know, doing some stuff that they're probably not supposed to, you know where they are. <laughs> um, call text and app usage log. So that's one, I'll show you guys a couple screenshots that I took of the MM Guardian just cause that's the one I have on my phone right now. Um, it's really nice, you know, get to see who they're talking to, get to see their entire text message conversations. Um, 
I throw caution to the wind. I know he can testify to this of the kind of conversations our kids in high school have nowadays. Um, read it with a grain of salt is all I can say um, and have an open heart. <laughs> um, safe web browser. Most of these apps include a safe web browser or they have integrated safe browser modes. So um, like Google Chrome and stuff like that, it'll have, you can either put keywords in or they have their own safe browser that already has that built in. So they can't go searching things like how to blow up the president or, uh, you know, more inappropriate things, right? Um, that's a nice one too. So, um, and then I just hit the source button. I'm right here. I don't know what HDMI you had it on. All right, well that's gonna go off for now. Um, so with, with the MM Guardian app that I use personally, um, going in and being able to see, you know, for example, I can go in there, I have a whole list of different things that I can do, and most of those are all stuff that I've talked on here. Um, and you can go in and just set those to what parameters you want. And I strongly suggest talking to your kid about it. Sit down and actually set the parameters with them, especially if they're already abusing it. You know, sit down with them and say, okay, here's how we're gonna do this. This is something that you're having a hard time managing. Let's go work, let's work together, let's come up with some compromises, and let's set up a plan that is gonna work for both of us. Here's where I feel you need to cut back. Here's where you want. Okay, well, let's make this compromise here. We'll give you this much time each day on this app or on this app. Um, you know, really kind of work together with them. Unfortunately, sometimes you do get to the point where you have to, you know, use that technology to just lock it down. Um, you know, we've been there. It, it's not fun because they do come screaming at you sometimes and, you know, why'd you lock my phone? Why'd you lock my phone? Well, because you're not being appropriate with it. Uh, and, you know, explaining to them also what that being appropriate with that technology is. Um, so then the only other thing I really wanted to kind of touch on is I know that we talk a lot about the phones and the devices like that. Um, I kind of want to touch a little bit on other devices, other technology devices, Xboxes, Playstations, and computers more specifically. Um, there are ways that you can lock those as well. For example, with your Xbox and your Playstation, you can put your own four digit or four key code in that is a parental thing so that if they try to turn it on, that they have to have that four, that four button code in order to get into play video games. So if they're coming home while you're at work or, you know, they play hooky from school, God forbid, um, you know, that they're not going to be able to go in there and just have free reign of it. So, um, you know, that's another thing. I'm, I'm always around for questions with all that kind of stuff. It's easy for me to help set up, um, you know, and go from there. Computers are a little bit more tricky um, because you do have more open web access. Um, I know not as many people use computers anymore, uh, especially our teenagers and stuff. They're all tablets and phones. You know, half of them look at a desktop and they're like, what is that? <laughs> uh, you know, and we're still typing away on a mechanical keyboard. But um, there are apps and programs out there that are available that do monitoring. There's, I, I wish I would have written it down. I cannot remember the company. There's one in particular that they are a Christian-based company that they, you, uh, it is a monthly cost, but they will install their software on your computers and they monitor all your internet activity. They monitor every website and everything. They block anything out bad. Um, you are still an admin on it, um, have your own admin rights and everything, but it's a, it creates a more safe experience on the computer. Um, you can also customize that through them of, 
know, if you don't want them using Facebook on the computer and stuff like that, you can customize that. Now there are, if you are more tech savvy, there are ways that you can do those own blocks yourself. Um, I'm not gonna get into those, that's, that's the higher level <laughs> techie side stuff. If you want to look into something like that and you do have questions on it, please come and ask me. Um, you know, it's something that I can help out with. So um, just, you know, I wanted to touch on the tech side of things because that's what they're using, you know, and us understanding how to control that without, you know, putting our fist down and saying, you know what, you're not being, you're not being responsible with this, you can't use it. Um, that's not necessarily what I think is the, the idea on this. I think the idea on us using these apps and everything is to give them that control and teach them how to use it appropriately. Teach them how to be appropriate with this technology. Teach them how to you know, communicate with us about it because they need to be able to talk to us about the technology. If they go on and they see something that they're like, whoa, or somebody sends them something, you know, we need to be able to have that conversation with them to let them know what it is. There's all sorts of scary stuff out there. There's all sorts of phishing text messages, all that kind of stuff. Honestly, our biggest thing with our kids is if it is not a number programmed into your phone that we've put in there or that you have put in there approved by us, and if it is not somebody that you know, you don't answer it, you don't click on it, you don't touch it. You hand it over to us and let us look at it. Um, I know that one of the most recent threats has been the phishing text messages that have been going out to random phone numbers. And what those are is those are traffickers that are putting GPSs on your kids' phones if you click on the link. Um, and it's, you know, <laughs> being a parent of kids, that kind of stuff scares the daylights out of me. And so us being in the know about those kind of things, keeping up on it, you know, maybe occasionally go on to some of these websites like CNET and stuff like that and, you know, look up the tech news, look up the security threat news. They have full blogs on all of the newest security threats that are out there, all of the newest schemes and scams that are going around. I know a lot of you probably work in corporate offices with ITs and they're constantly sending you emails going, this is a phishing email, don't click on these if you see them, and you know, this is a phishing email and stuff like that. That's where they're getting those things from. And so for us as parents to look at those and to be able to see those and understand them before they become relevant to our kids, because our kids don't know what they are. Uh, I know our oldest son got a phone call the other day saying his number was selected to win some hotel stay or something like that. And he's like, what do I press? I'm like, you hang up. <laughs> you don't answer. <laughs> so, you know, it's, they have all sorts of sneaky ways. It's unfortunately we live in a world where people use this technology to do this. But us being as knowledgeable as we can about it is really kind of the biggest thing about that. And it's our only way, unfortunately, to tackle this and to be on top of it and to give our kids a safe experience for this. 